I'll do all right here. Hero school wasn't exactly easy, but we have to make sure you're ready for what's out there, because it's pretty dangerous both inside and outside of the Queen City. Gotta make sure you're not only ready to take on villains and the other challenges, but make sure you have the strength to not fall down those darker paths. I'm like nodding so seriously. Like an agreement. Is Glider the kind that would also have read like all the stories of heroes gone bad, or do you just try and ignore those because you don't want to think about the fact that heroes can go bad? Well, you need to know what not to do, so <laughs> you gotta see what turned them if, in the cases where it's documented. Yeah, documented and available to the public. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, this yeah. is probably, like, historical heroes who are, like, either super retired or, if they became villains, like, super dead <laughs> or in jail. <laughs> yeah. Where they did something so crazy. <laughs> so, so, you know, some stories. And at this point, Jenna comes over and notices the, way, the glider's serious face, and she just looks... Vector, you're not scaring them with your... Heroes got bad stories again, are you? I was not. I was just letting them know to be prepared because this school is designed to challenge people. Yes, yes, of course it is. We want to help you be the best you can be. So you won't get caught off guard, but sometimes crazy stuff can happen. Um, come on, Desvail. Take you upstairs and we can introduce you to who are going to be your initial mentors. This is, once again, walking and talking. So, typically heroes are assigned between two to three mentors. Sometimes they change throughout the time that you're in the academy as well as outside of the academy because it always is helpful to have people to refer to. Mentors also depend on what your abilities are, what you're interested in doing primarily starting out it will be based on your abilities to help not only gauge the level your powers are currently at but where you can go with them and help you learn more about them if there's anything that you haven't figured out yet i believe you pointing to marcus mentioned something about your powers behaving well strangely recently uh, yeah, but it's, it's probably not too big of a thing. It just maybe it, as I get older, my telekinesis shows up differently. It's not too uncommon for new powers to develop or for people to unlock new abilities in different types of stressful situations, especially the more that you use it. You're actually probably farther along than some of our students just, you know, um, working with your dad, but you will still have a lot to benefit from here. As... You get to learn from people who have power similar to yours, because from what I understand, yours are very different than your dad's. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I don't know how, like, many people are aware, but I am adopted, so I, there's no, like, I didn't inherit his powers, it's my own stuff. I feel like Glider has the moment of your what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I've, I've, I've met Kid Phoenix, and I'm like, this is Kid Phoenix, and I know who Phoenix is, and it's never occurred to me that they don't look anything alike. 
Yeah, no, it's it's one of those things that like in the first years there was probably a lot of like tabloid gossip about it. So he eventually just made a statement like, "Yes, I did adopt a child." Yes, he's adopted. Please shut up yeah. about it. Yeah. Probably a small amount of shame about stigmatizing adopted kids and people who have to put their kids up for adoption. Someone had a kid that like they wanted to make sure their kid had the best chance at life so I'm gonna give that kid the best chance at life and what are you going to do about it so <laughs> yeah cause he's a good dad TM yeah he is which makes it really hard <laughs> to get out from under his shadow because he is such a good dad TM but yeah no I I, I think as I mentioned that I kind of look over and I see Glider's face and I'm like surprise is in all the news but yeah it's not a surprise I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I don't really talk about it much, but yeah, no, we we have very different powers, so no, no fire stuff for me. Who has the highest mundane? I have a plus three. Ooh, plus zero. I have a plus two, so definitely. Okay, so Madigan, you notice there's just I don't know if you can quite peg it, but there's a look on Vector's face when. Um, Marcus like brings to talks about his dad being adopted. Like what kind of look on his face? Roll plus mundane to see like what you can read from the look. That would be a uh, thirteen. Damn. <laughs> there are three main things that you gauge from the look on his face. Well, it's not a single look; it's just like a series of expressions. One, he knows more about that story than most people do. Two, there's something about the story, not the fact that Phoenix adopted, but there's there's just something in the story that probably most people don't know that Vector's not happy about. Like, it's almost like, like a concern or the look of that maybe wasn't the best decision. And then three, even if you ask, he's not going to talk about it. It is not something he would talk about. It is not something he would bring up. He might have expressed, expressed the opinion at some point in the past, but has respected the Phoenix's decision, even if he doesn't 100% agree with it. And he also doesn't catch that you caught that, but you are the only one who did. Yeah, I'm good at reading people, so. Yeah. I'm still like sipping my coffee and my eyes just kind of like shifted over to him slightly. Just at him, but slightly just past him, so he's, he's the, it's all in my peripheral. Side-eyeing him over your coffee cup. You <laughs> basically. No one else notices. Jenna tells you a little bit more about like the history of the institute and the kinds of classes. Some classes are required for all heroes, others are more elective. Some can be harder to get into, but depending on the professor and um, the current load, they will work with you to find some way to get into it and how it's a lot of the work is going to be a lot of it's more hands-on work. They will have tests and scenarios. There will also be a lot of shadowing different people. 
Some might just be like straight up, just shadow them on a patrol. Others might be more of, there's a lesson built into the shadowing. Different instructors have different styles to ha and different approaches. So they try and from what they've been able to gather about the three of you, match you with the people who will best fit your learning style. You are not sure how much research they've done on you. I'm not sure you want to know how much research they've done on you in the vetting process. <laughs> Marcus, you're probably somewhat familiar just because your dad sometimes works here. Um, I don't know if you would tell either of them just how thorough the vetting process is. No, it's like normal to me. My life has been under a microscope like for most of it. So I was just like, yeah, that, that tracks. That's how it usually <laughs> yeah. goes. And I'll also say, you know, there was a lot of, like, gossip that went around and people were confused until your dad was like, yes, I adopted a kid. You could stop talking about it now. And then it switched to mostly people like, ooh, what's this kid kind of turn out like? As far as you know, you don't know anything about anyone thinking that was a bad idea. There might have been some talk about, like, oh, that's not an easy thing for a single dad to do, but hey, he's doing great. And hey, you know what? If there's a single parent that wants to adopt a kid, we should support them. Let's be real, he probably turned um, turned into an unexpected advocate for, hey, adoption and supporting people who adopt. So that's just a thing yeah. in the city now, and I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense. I have a platform, let's use it for good. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. This is a good yeah. dad TM. Who does try and give you space to be your own hero as much as possible. For sure. Fully aware that he has a big shadow you have to crawl out of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless I become the shadow, foreshadowing, foreshadowing. Shh. None of that ominous nonsense. I'm the only one allowed to be this ominous early on. I'm playing a character type called the doomed, so I get to look look at the camera and say cryptic like <laughs> foreshadowing things all the time. I'm the keeper. I can cryptic foreshadow however much I mm -hmm. want and wait to see how long it takes you all to realize I'm oh, cryptically no. foreshadowing. Mm. <laughs> oh no. Stares at my doom track. It's okay, I have plenty of chances. So do any of your characters have questions for Jenna or for Vector as you were walking along? She's giving tours of where different classrooms are, like where to find like, hey, here's where they have a lot of things related to like telekinesis. Here's where we have the more physical related ones. Here's like, just different areas. Glider definitely has questions, but we don't need to RP all of them <laughs> because it's just like little questions here and there at everything they point out <laughs> and just like oh are we on on rotating black schedules like oh great how how late is the gym open just like so many questions and like conscious that she's asking a lot of questions but just like brimming with them like i, I can't <laughs> i can't not ask questions yeah you do get all of your questions answered to the best of your ability, scheduling it. Certain classes are more of like, they fill in certain time blocks, but they have lots of options and the ones that are required, they typically have like multiple days and times when you can do it. Cause they understand some people have lives outside of the classes. I will also say, uh, 
Scarlet with all the information you had to fill out. You were able to make it very clear to, like, keep this information, like, super private. Or you could have just straight up, like, opted out of adding certain things. It was mostly just making sure their records are correct. Because they... Protecting identities is very important. Oh, yeah. Super important. Actually, you know, the paperwork everyone was given, it's you can fill it out in such a way that... Only the person writing the information can read it until it's been scanned into a computer and then it's kept on a need-to-no basis. They're very careful. Because incidents in the past where Hero got outed and things went bad. But yeah, Glider, you get all of your questions answered. <laughs> it's just balking and just, like, continuing to give, like, directions and tours and... Vector is following along, looking mostly and passive, occasionally like um, nodding or pausing to say something to someone, and then like just keeps around and follows you. You probably see a couple other groups getting guided around. Some only have one person guiding them, other people have two. There's one where you have to do a double take because it looks like there's two, but then you realize it's just the same person. You're like, wait a minute, but there's two of them. Are they twins? Nope. You see them merge into one and then they go... <laughs> Might be a little overwhelming. There's a lot going on around here. You briefly see Hubris, but he's a distance away, not able to do anything. But he does have his eyes on Marcus or Madigan, do either of y'all have... Either of your characters have, like, specific questions or... Hmm. Not at the moment. Not... Yeah, none that come to mind at the moment. Fair. Also fits with your characters, because Madigan <laughs> is still waking up. Marcus probably knows a fair amount of this stuff yeah. already. And whatever questions you might have, yeah. Glider probably asked yeah. five minutes ago. Yep. Already did. I got y'all. Pretty got much. Y'all. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, so... Eventually get to a room that you see has your hero names on it. Like individual dorms? Or like one dorm with all of our names on it? Oh, I hadn't thought about this being dorm style. I was just thinking like y'all go home at the end of the night. But if y'all want it to be like a dorm style, absolutely. Do you want it to be a dorm? Like boarding school style? Madigan's got a cat. Madigan does have a cat in an apartment. Yeah. Maybe it's like an optional dorm. Yeah, it, it could be, and they do have housing for heroes who have to travel farther, so, like, you could opt in, but this is, it's more of, it looks like it's, like, it's a conference-style room, and the names are written in, like, a, almost like a whiteboard, except for it's more... Oh, okay, yeah, like a colored marker. It's like, this is where you meet. Except for it's more of, like, written on touchscreen. Yeah. They're a little more advanced than a whiteboard. <laughs> At least for things yeah. like that. And Madigan's all here for it. You're just <laughs> drooling slightly. You're like, I, I wish... Why didn't they hire me for, to be a programmer or tech support <laughs> here? Yeah, pretty much. He says you get to the door and it's just like, all right, if you will step in here, your initial mentors are here to meet you. 
And I'll let y'all decide who are your mentors. It's probably going to be someone with the same or similar power set to yours. Are we going to start me off with someone who's super strong or super techie? Oh, that's a good question. I feel like for you, super strong. Yeah, I was going to say that because then Vector also said, oh, you like tech, so maybe we could set you up with one of our tech guys. Yeah. For Glider, we don't have, we can go with our one of our pre-established speedsters or come up with someone else. So I was thinking it could be Roadster, but I feel like he's really busy because he's a traffic superhero. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just had this wild idea of a different speedster who is a speedster, but one of their kind of things they can do is they can also, they're really good at running on like water and their name can be like, Gulf Stream. Oh, I like that. A thought that I had for that also. Mm -hmm. Their thing is they're very environmentally conscious, so yeah. part of what they do is like helping clean up litter. Yeah, they're they... far from the only superhero that is helping to improve the environment. They're just very effective at litter pickup. Yes. There's also another one who's really good at like controlling metals. But he's, like, gotten to the point where, like, he's super specific enough that he can just get, like, the, like, small trace amounts of, like, material used in, like, packaging. Yeah, so I think Roadster has speed suit style because he does road work. And I think Gulfstream is, like, an old beach hippie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Made of, like, super material, yeah. but it definitely does look like one of those people that you see with one of those little, like, the pokey things yeah. that you used to, like, pick up trash and, like, dump it in the trash bag. Yeah. Has a mask on that's green. A lot of, like, green and natural colors. Like, long, gray ponytail. Mm-hmm. you see. Gulfstream, how excited are you? Was expecting Roadster. Had, like, resigned myself <laughs> that it was going to be Roadster and we were going to be giving people tickets. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, yes. I'm like, oh, I didn't even think of it. I was like, oh, wow. Because Gulfstream, like, leaves because he can run on water. So, like, sometimes he just is off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Solving ocean crimes um, and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when a villain Ocean flees out across the water, yeah. it's good speedster yeah. call. So, like, I just hadn't considered him, and I'm, I'm excited. Mm -hmm. And what about for Madigan? I won't lie, I went into a name generator, and I found a great one. Captain Formidable. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love it. To just everybody around them, they literally just go by cap or captain. She is a very tall what you would think a very strong woman would look like. Somebody who does like the whole bodybuilding kind of thing. Just kind of keeping up with like the appearance of someone who is very strong and very much is down for the whole like spandex look. But she doesn't have to worry about any actual body armor because she is captain formidable. Oh, says it in the name. I picture she's like a solid foot taller than you. 
And I'm already very tall. Yeah, you're tall. <laughs> She's built like, not like the bodybuilders with like the super sculpted muscles because that's not what it actually looks like when you yeah. are beefy. Like built like yeah. a white lift, like actually beefy. Solid. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, her colors are, what am I gonna do for colors? She's actually really nice. She just kind of has a bit of a resting bitch face going on. (laughs) She's actually really nice. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But she likes the muted tones because she likes to be able to not be, like, noticed immediately. She Mm -hmm. likes the, like, to surprise the people she's coming at because she's also very stealthy. Not speedy, just very, she can move very quietly. She's perfected her technique over the years. So... But colors, I would say, like a darker, like green on black, like kind of like a camo color, but mm-hmm. not camo style, just stripes and geometric-y shapes on her outfit. That's fun. Yeah. And shockingly, Madigan's okay with, with this pair up. She actually really liked her. She was her hero Aww. growing up when she was a little bit younger. <laughs> yeah, because... Yeah. She's not afraid to, like, beat up bad people. Exactly. Like, a lot of heroes, I only fight supervillains, and she's like, no, he was trying, like, that dude was trying to mutilate him. Like, I didn't put him in the hospital, but I certainly made sure he knew to not do that again. (laughs) Exactly, and that's where Madigan got her start. Yeah. Saving women, like, her first thing was she saved a lady from getting mugged. So. I've actually, as you come in and you walk up to her. She does, like, offer you a very firm handshake and just, like, a nod of approval. She, she knows your work. Oh, yeah. And, like, we do, like, the, 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 the hard handshake and we, like, both, like, squeeze really hard and we're like, yes! <laughs> yeah. We're good with this. Glider, you were offered a fist, a fist bump. I definitely fist bump back. <laughs> There's the fist bump and... Yeah, it's pretty sure coffee's good stuff, isn't it? Oh my god, I've never had it! Like, it actually works? It's, it's so good. So good. I have some recipes I want to show you that just, they're, they're amazing and a lot of really natural stuff. Oh, that sounds great. We're talking very fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I picture the two of you start talking, you're just talking like very, very quickly because you can oh understand gosh, each yes. other at that speed. <laughs> so it's kind of like when you fast forward a video. Oh, it's terrifying. Also, Gulfstream, though, so chill. Like the most chill dude ever. He's like your cool great uncle. <gasps> yeah. When you started on all the, like, the really fast rapid fire questions, like, yeah. And, then... and who's going to be Marcus's first mentor? Oh, I've had some time to think about it. Um, I think her name is Sister Cinnamon. That's kind of adorable. She wears like a stylized nun outfit. She's an older lady and her specialization is like fine motor control of telekinesis stuff. So rather than moving big, heavy things, she's very good at moving tiny things really, really well. So normally this manifests and she like essentially creates swarms of like sand or in some cases cinnamon to like blind her opponents and stuff but she's very good at controlling like individual particles which is something that marcus 
needs in terms of like there's some strength behind his stuff but he's not very good at the fine control with telekinesis so uh, i imagine she's like a little mean though like she's she's been she's been at this game for a long time she knows how to take people down a peg if she needs to yeah it takes a lot of time and practice to be able to finally control things like that like, as you walk up to introduce yourself, you realize like she's got like particles flowing around you that you can't even see, but you can like you can feel them. You recognize the feel. There's there's telekinesis going on. Whoa! You could do that the whole time while like carrying a conversation. It takes a lot of time, practice, and dedication. Telekinesis is not something to play around with. Okay. I'm, I'm here to learn. I'm going to be able to do a lot of things with my powers. It'll be very good. Gives you a look if you'll have to convince her. Yeah, I'm not used to people just straight up not being impressed, so I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take this in stride. So these will be your mentors starting out. You may pick up new mentors as you go, or switch up mentors they will be available but we do traditionally they will stick with you throughout your six months of initial training and then after that you will be able to potentially change things up or adjust them as needed they have been assigned to you based on what our assessment says what skills would be most useful for you to learn You have been listening to Queen City Supers, a graveyard tape side story using the game Masks. Masks A New Generation is a superhero role-playing game in which a team of young heroes fights villains, saves lives, and tries to figure out who they are. Featuring Caitlin as Madigan, aka Scarlet Sentinel, the Janus. Jess as Bethany Bertolucci, aka Glider, the Beacon. Ian as Marcus, aka Kid Phoenix, the Dude, and Brianna Jean as the Keeper and Producer.